Shalom and welcome to Origin Gate's daily podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Carl Whitehead. So in today's podcast, I would like to continue on talking about the Ten Commandments and the general principle that we can find that connects the mirroring laws that sit opposite each other on either tablet. Today, we're going to look at the fourth and the ninth law. So what are they? So you'll find in the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verse 8 to 11, we find the fourth commandment. And also it's interesting to note that when we look at the repetition or the repeating of the Ten Commandments in the book of Deuteronomy, the book of Devarim, we find in chapter 5, 12 to 15, that this commandment is slightly different in the way that it begins. So anyway, let's quickly look at what it says in Exodus. So remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Zachor it yom chashabat likad shor. So that's remember. Zachor, remember it yom, the day, chashabat, the Shabbat, to likad shor, to keep it holy. Verse 9. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. Shishet yarmim ta'avot v'asita kol milach and then verse 10, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant or your livestock or the sojourner who is within your gates. And verse 11 goes on to say, for in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea and all that is in them and rested on the seventh day. Therefore... The Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. So you'll see that this word to consecrate repeats from the verse 8 and we see it again in verse 11. Now the thing of interest here is that when Moshe Rabbeinu is repeating the Ten Commandments in the book of Devarim, the book of Deuteronomy, in, verse, in chapter 5, verse 12, we see that it starts different. It's Shamor et Yom HaShabbat Lekad Shor Ki Arshir Ziv Ha Hashem Elochecha. So Shamor et Yom. So observe, or more importantly, it says guard. Guard et Yom HaShabbat. Guard the day, the Shabbat. Guard the Shabbat. To what? To Lekad Shor. To keep it holy. Because. Ki asher zivach Hashem elochecha. Because the Lord God has commanded you. So Moshe Rabbeinu adds this word into guard it. You need to guard the way that you treat this. Whereas in Exodus, the book of Shemot. Hashem is saying remember. So what is the ninth commandment? And we find this in the book of Shemot, the book of Exodus, chapter 20, verse 16. And in English, it simply reads, You shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. Now, in the Hebrew Bible, this is in part of verse 14. And reads, Lo te anei, do not testify, but 
against your neighbor, Ed Shakir, as a, a false witness. Ed is the Hebrew word for witness, and Shakir is the word for falseness. So it's interesting that normally when we see the word Shakir, it is predominantly associated with speaking, the way we speak about something. So when we read the fourth commandment, we see three facets at work. First, Hashem is invoking the importance of remembrance as an act of holiness. Second, that rest is important. We need to schedule it into our daily lives and the lives of those that we are responsible to lead. Third, that Hashem is our creator and he created Shabbat to be a blessing. And the ninth commandment speaks to the heart of how truth needs to be the defining influence in every judicial matter. How these two commandments relate to each other is in the principle of valuing the reputation of those we are in relationship with. Vertically, this speaks of how we honor and be a witness to the work of Hashem and how he defines Shabbat. When we diminish the importance of Shabbat or make it inconsequential, we are changing the testimony of heaven to match our own personal opinion and desires. We are in effect being a false witness about this deeply personal nature of Hashem's day of rest. We change the testimony of his actions regarding the six days and the seventh day of rest that is called holy, set apart. When we bear false witness about another person's actions, we are redefining reality to match our own agenda. The significance of this is that this is a purposefully chosen course of action. To bear a false witness, you have to be aware of the truth and decide to purposefully misrepresent the truth and speak a falsehood. As you can no doubt comprehend, this diminishes and weakens relationship, both vertically with Hashem in our walk with Him and horizontally within our community. In many ways also these two commandments speak to how we must treat each other with dignity. A household needs rest. Every member of the community requires the sanctity of their own space on Shabbat. We see this in the language that Hashem uses in verse 10, which is where he lists all the people that would be contained within a household and within a community. What does he say there? But on the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work. You, your son or your daughter, your male servant or your female servant, or your livestock, or the sojourner who is in, who is within your gates. This is the dignity of the individual within the collective. A person who is falsely accused has their dignity as an honest person attacked when a false accusation is leveled against them. This causes their standing in the community to be questioned. And as you can imagine, there is no rest for this person until their name is cleared. So how we represent 
God and how we represent other people comes out in the way we talk about the things that are important to them. For the people in our community, it's the importance of who they are and the truthful representation of who they are and how they live their lives. When we bring a false accusation against them, we are destroying that. We are misrepresenting them. We are lessening their dignity in the community and we are not representing who that person really is. And when we choose not to honor or remember or guard the Shabbat as God asks us, we are choosing to diminish something that is very important to him and also diminish the work of his hands when he created creation in six days and then created the seventh day for rest. Now I'd also just like to take a moment to focus in on this fourth commandment and relay something that I have read from a really wonderful book written by Dennis Prager titled The Ten Commandments. And he lists five wonderful things that we can learn about society and about ourselves by engaging with this commandment. So first, perhaps more than any other commandment, this fourth commandment elevates the human being. Now how so? How does it do this? For nearly all of human history, life consisted overwhelmingly of work. In effect, humans were beasts of burden. And we see this in regards to the, the, the B'nai Yisrael, and that they were slaves within Egypt. So this commandment, and only this commandment, changed all that by insisting that people cease working one day out of seven. Second, more than any other commandment, the, the Sabbath day, the Shabbat day, reminds people that they are meant to be free. As the second version of the commandment, the one summarized by Moshe Rabbeinu in the book of Deuteronomy states, remember that you were slaves in Egypt. In other words, remember that slaves cannot have a Shabbat. In light of this, I might add that in the biblical view, unless necessary for survival, people who choose to work seven days a week are essentially slaves. Slaves to work or perhaps to money, but slaves nonetheless. The millionaire who works seven days a week is simply a rich slave. Third, while the Bible could not universally abolish slavery, Shabbat, the Shabbat commandment greatly humanized that terrible institution and even helped make slavery impossible. By definition, a slave owner was under no obligation to allow a slave to ever rest, let alone to rest one day every week. Yet that is exactly what the fourth commandment commanded. Even a slave has fundamental human rights. This is this idea of the dignity of the individual. Therefore a slave too is a human being. Fourth, the Shabbat almost single-handedly creates and strengthens family ties and friendships. When a person takes off from work one day every week, that day almost inevitably becomes a day spent with other people, namely family and or friends. It has similar positive effects on marriages. Ask anyone married to a worker, workaholic how good it would be for their marriage if the workaholic would not work for one day each week. And you can appreciate the power of Shabbat. Fifth, the Shabbat commandment granted animals dignity. Even one's animals had to rest one day a week. And its benefits to animals surely went beyond a mandatory day of rest for them. 
People who felt divinely obligated to give their animals a day of rest were much less likely to treat their animals cruelly in any day of the week. Now, all five of these life-changing and society-changing benefits of Shabbat are available to anyone. You don't have to be a Jew, a Christian, or even a believer in God to derive all these benefits. But the reality is that those who believe the Ten Commandments were given by God are the ones who kept Shabbat alive. The God factor plays another role in Shabbat. Just as faith in God brings people to Shabbat, observing, the sh observing Shabbat brings people to faith in God. That is why the first version of the Ten Commandments, the version of, in the book of Exodus, ends with these words. For in six days God made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them. But he rested on the seventh day. Therefore God blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. However you interpret six days, the point is this. Every time you keep the Shabbat, you are affirming that there is a creator and that the world didn't just happen, that life isn't somehow meaningless, a meaningless coincidence, but that it is infinitely meaningful and therefore each of us has a unique significance and purpose. So isn't that amazing? Baruch Hashem, how wonderful is his Torah to us and its guiding influence to strengthen the individual, to strengthen the family, to strengthen the community. Baruch Hashem.